Welcome to the Back to Basketball Podcast. Athletes, experts, trainers, and mindset coaches. Conversations that will change your perspective on your mind and body and its capabilities so that you can train and live pain-free and with purpose. Now, here's your host, Darcy Koss. Today on the podcast, we have Irfan Nasajpour. Irfan is a former professional basketball player, and after a 10-year career, he now focuses his energy on helping people through his online coaching platform, Ultimate Health Lead. He believes in a holistic approach to health and wellness. His mission is to help busy men and women find time in their schedule for healthy habits so they can finally get their health under control. Irfan and I discuss life after basketball, the holistic philosophy to health and wellness, some tips to eat healthy, perfection versus progress, and why mindfulness should be a part of everything you do. Remember to like, rate, subscribe, and write a review on the podcast, as well as follow us on social media. Okay, here's my interview with Irfan Nasajpour. All right, so we got Irfan Nasajpour. Irfan, man, thank you for joining us on the Back to Basketball podcast. I appreciate you taking the time, man. Excited to be here, Darcy. So, Irfan, uh, you and I competed back in the day in college. And one of us went to play pro for about 10 years. <laughs> and then there's me. And I know after college, uh, there was a little bit of an adjustment period. I, f- I felt a little lost. Um, you know, you're playing basketball every single day, even when the season's not happening. You're focused, you're mm-hmm. locked in. That's the thing you do. And then after that, it's gone. So I was wondering if you could tell me about the day when you found out or when you knew your professional career was over. Yeah, that's a good question, man. I mean, I experienced that my first year playing university basketball when I uh, didn't take my academics seriously and uh, I was suspended, suspended for for a year, uh, no basketball, my passion taken away from me. So I had to to kind of, like you said, make adjustments, see what's important to me and uh, just adapt. And I mean, just see what's important to you. Then you align your lifestyle to to get back to what you want to do, right? But uh, just recently, two years ago, three years ago, I retired and uh, excited for this new career path of health and wellness. So obviously we all have different chapters in our lives, but um, yeah, man, I'm just excited to be here. No, that's great, man. I know, I know, uh, I do remember actually when uh, you weren't playing that one year because we were like, yes, finally. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but oddly enough, I think I didn't play that year either, so I don't think it really worked out well for me. There's no <laughs> no advantage gained on my end. Um, so, you know, you you kind of spoke. You know, you're happy to be taking the transition you are now, different phase of your life. But do you, when you, uh, when your professional career was over, was that a decision you made uh, to say, you know what, man, I played for 10 years. Um, I could, you know, I know you played in Iran for 10 years. You could probably say, hey, you know what? I'm still young enough. I can go and play in other leagues. But you, did you make that decision to say, hey, I'm done. You know, I, have, I, have, I, have a, I want to start a family now. What, what was that like? Yeah, exactly what you said, man. It was, uh, it was a decision made for, my family and I, um, I know I can still play the game. I mean, I just recently had an all, another offer from Iran to go back and play 
Um, but, you know, I've hung it up. And uh, as athletes, we kind of neglect how abusive we are to our bodies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the continuous jumping and the running, the, the injuries. So you put a certain amount of kilometers on the car, it's not going to move as well. Mm-hmm. Right? How much longer do you want to abuse your body? Right? It's fun. You make money, but at the same time, you're hurting yourself playing at a high level. I mean, playing for fun, that's okay. But playing at a high level, so that's something I wanted to step away from, kind of really heal my body because it was physically draining and mentally. So, yeah, man, just stepping away at the right time before any major injuries occur. (laughs) Absolutely. Now, I have to ask, every once Mm -hmm. in a while, do you ever get the itch to be competitive on the, not necessarily go play pro, but maybe, maybe, but just to, to be competitive on the basketball court. Yeah, 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 definitely, man. I mean, <laughs> once I retired, I went and I got my uh, personal training certificate and I worked at LA fitness and they have a nice basketball facility. So I would jump in there once in a while. Kids <laughs> don't know what's going on. I'm not from Toronto. So uh, that competitive edge comes out. And uh, they're like, whoa, you can play, man. So, yeah, man, that comes out for sure. And it's funny, too. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people look at you. You know, you're not a, you're not a tall guy. Um, and, yeah. and, hey, we know there's a lot of short players who are great at the highest levels at all levels of basketball. But, you know, you probably go into some of those on those courts and they're like, who, like you said, who is this guy? He's, what the heck? You know, they probably didn't even think you were a ball player. Hey, come to think of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun, man. It's fun. So, Again, you're you're right now. You're a health and wellness coach. Um, there's a quote that I kind of want to read, and I know you've posted this quote before. I think you actually posted it very recently. And I, for some reason, I feel like you've posted it more than once. Um, so this is the quote: "It goes, if you don't make time for your wellness, you will be forced to take time for your illness." So I'm curious, how does that quote represent your overall philosophy on health and wellness? Well, I mean, we don't really pay attention to what we're doing right now. We want instant gratification, right? It's easy to go to a drive through McDonald's. It's easy to go grab a donut instead of having a real breakfast. You get that instant gratification, but you don't think about your energy levels for two hours later when you're getting drowsy and falling asleep behind your computer, right? So if you don't pay attention now, you're going to pay for it later. Just like the the basketball career you had, I had, we keep abusing ourselves five years down the line, maybe a year from now, 10 years from now, you're going to be paying for it. So just pay attention to what you're doing now. Yeah. And I think that's, 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 that's a, it's a great thing. And that, that quote is, it's, it's straightforward. People read it and they're like, yeah, you're right. I mean, not everyone says that, but I think it hits home with people for that. And uh, I think that's, you know, from what I see in the stuff that you're putting out, uh, it's a really good representation of your philosophy and how you feel people need to act now and kind of change their lifestyle. Again, you say people want quick fixes. Absolutely. They, they want to eat, you know, terrible food and then they want to lose weight at the same time. And then they go see a trainer, probably someone like yourself. And they say, hey, mm-hmm. fix me, man. Get me in shape. <laughs> So when you see people like that, and I'm sure you have, 
what is it mm-hmm. like? Like you have to get through to them that it's not only a, a light, it's, it's a lifestyle change, right? It's not just, this isn't a fix. This is a, this is a, a shift in, in their mentality, right? Do you see that a lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, working as a trainer in the gym, uh, you see people coming in, putting in work, you know, working hard or with their fitness, and then they step outside the gym and then they're going, what, to another McDonald's, just going in a circle, right? Like you said, it's a lifestyle. Now, I don't just preach it. Uh, I live it because mm-hmm. you know, I want to take care of my health. I enjoy my energy. So looking at different aspects of your life, it's not just your nutrition. What about your movement? What about your sleep? What about your stress management? What are you doing? So it's a combination of things, a holistic lifestyle that you need to be mindful of, definitely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, whole, the holistic approach is uh, something that I'm, I'm all on. And, and, and I think that, that takes place regardless of you're talking about your entire life or if you're talking about a specific situation. So if you know, you're talking about, let's say, an injury rehab, well, if, if my knee, I blew my knee out, that's, that's fine. I'm going to rehab my knee. But what about the rest of my body? What about the other parts of my body? What about my mind? Am I stressed all the time? Am I, like you said, if I, am I not sleeping? All those things are going to affect my rehab in this case, right? And I think you can take that holistic approach to anything and everything in your life, you know, whether it be you're studying for something, uh, your job, everything you do, your, your whole body and mind and being has to be taken into consideration and that's what i love about the stuff you put out because it's not just one thing it's, you're looking at everything and uh it's important one thing i think that um, most people struggle with especially out here in north america i can't speak to the rest of the world but i would say a lot of people struggle with this is is the way they eat uh what they put in their body and uh a lot of that's a product of you know what's in front of us what's what's convenient what's easy um so some of the meals that you post online, uh, they're not only beautiful in presentation, but they have just this <laughs> wide range of color and food variations on the same plate. Mm. And again, I thought I was a healthy eater and I still think I am. But when I see your meals, I'm like, man, I got to step it up. So I'm curious, Irfan, when did you start eating the way you do now? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good question, man, because it goes back. Many years when I first began my pro career, you know, um, growing up in, in Greece, we were very poor. We lived in a basement full of rats and cats and uh, cockroaches, very malnourished. Like we had no food, right? And I had lice on my head. I don't think I showered for like three, four years. Um, and then growing up as a teen, eating pizza pops again. Um, mm-hmm not a whole variety of nutrients. So body acne, face acne, bald head, right? We could say it's genetics, but environmental factors play a role, right? So I started just educating myself, um, taking courses, getting coaches, investing in myself to, because everybody trains hard. I wanted to be an elite basketball player. So you have to step up your level holistically. So mental strength training, nutritionally, I took it serious so I can have better energy. So I can not be sick often. And I think I've done a great job of not being sick. And that was my main goal. I was tired of being uh, ill. 
right? You don't want to be like feeling down and stuffy nose and going to games. So that was one of my main goals is to, is to heal myself with nutrition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. So you've been doing it for a while now, I guess. You said you started when you, you know, when your career, your pro career started around that same time. Yeah, so over, over 10 years, years now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's unbelievable, man. I, uh, I'm curious now. You have a family. You have two young yes. kids. You have a wife. Yeah. How do you incorporate your diet with your family? Because I know, I know personally people who eat really well, but then their family eats like crap because they're like, oh, my kids won't eat that. Or my wife or husband doesn't want to eat that. So what is it like at, at your household? Yeah, that's a good question again, man. Um, so they say, oh, like my wife says, oh, she won't eat that. I'm like, let her go hungry until she eats what we eat. <laughs> Right. If you just keep giving them little snacks, they're not going to get hungry. Right. And then they don't get those nutrients. They're fussy. So just allowing, giving them time to feel hungry and then putting a plate in front of them, what they should eat. Mm-hmm. And it's not eat that. You're the role model. They see you eating it. They're going to follow suit. You just got to give them some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that that is a problem. The thing that I, I like you said there is that you don't give them a bunch of snacks. And I think that's something that in our society, man, we are terrible for that. And again, there's healthy snacks. There definitely is definitely healthy snack. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is healthy snacks usually take time to prepare. Uh, they're harder to get. And it's, it's just not as, as balanced as you would if you're, you're eating healthy meals. So it's, for, especially with kids too, uh, it's an easy way to distract them, right? Hey, give them, oh, just give them some food. It's fine. Give them this. They're, they're, they're fussy. Give them this food. And I think a lot of parents pacify their kids with food, with bad food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's an easy route, man. But just having convenient things at hand in plain sight uh, makes it easier, right? Just mm-hmm. buy a bunch of fruits and vegetables, wash them and keep it in plain sight instead of the chips and the chocolate. Absolutely. So, so... Mm-hmm. Again, you got two two uh, two young uh, children. They like obviously are exposed to North American culture. So, do they ever act, ask for like, "Hey, I want that McDonald's. I want this," or "Can I have that chocolate bar?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a Nazi of uh, McDonald's, man. I mean, I may have some McDonald's once in a while, but when we make it consistent, when we make it over and over maybe two three times a, a week that's a problem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right obviously she one of my guys loves french fries so once in a while we go out i'll treat her to some french fries but instead of a drink just have some water mm-hmm. for example mm-hmm. for myself if i have a burger i'm just going to drink the water no fries there's got to be some balance yes yes mm-hmm. so i i love that you, that you you said that um because i think people do have to understand that uh the the idea of of a perfect you know whatever could be considered perfect is it's it's not real it right exist. it doesn't exist yeah and I think something that I heard uh, and I've adopted that allows me some space just as a human being to be human uh, is this idea of you know if you can be quote unquote perfect eighty percent of the time and allow yourself twenty percent so hey yeah you know what I want to eat these chips today 
But if it's the inverse of that, where you're eating the bad food 80% of the time and you're only eating some good food 20%, that's terrible. And that's kind of what you're saying is like, yeah, you can have some stuff, uh, but it shouldn't be the majority of what you do. Right, right. Yeah. There's no such thing as perfection, as you said, man. And we're all going to mess up. That's just the reality of it. But instead of beating ourselves up, oh, I messed up. I ate some ice creams. I'm just going to have some more. I'm going to eat this and that now. No, just refocus and get back on track. Yes. It's not about perfection. It's just about progress. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. Don't beat yourself up. A lot of people do that. Mm, feeling guilty. Yeah. 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 And then, and then they, mm. they say, oh, I can't do this. Or, I, can't, I can't believe it. I, I ate the ice cream. I was telling myself I'm never going to do that again. And then they just say, well, I screw it. I guess I failed. It's going to have a whole bucket now. Exactly. <laughs> and you can have some ice cream. Just have a little taste. You know what I mean? And put it aside. Enjoy it in a couple of days again. Don't yeah. Do it. The moderation, yeah. I guess. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what? Uh, you've mentioned mindfulness a few times. Now we've kind of touched a little bit on some of those, those aspects, you know, of, of controlling yourself. What does mm -hmm. mindfulness mean to you and what role does it play to living a healthy life? Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, mindfulness, you can practice. It takes time. Like people think oh, I'm just going to meditate and this and that, but you can implement it into any activity. Like, for example, um, you've read a book before, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. You start reading and then you go back, you're like, what the hell did I just read? Mm -hmm. Why? Because you weren't mindful, right? So just being in total focus with those words. If you're washing dishes, just be one with the sponge, right? That's mm -hmm. why exercise and sports are so great because you put away the distractions, you forget about tomorrow, forget about yesterday, and you're just in the moment. Mm -hmm. That's how I start my day is just focusing on my breath that's a great one i like to use is just because there's a thousand things going through our minds we want to pick up our phone we got work we got family we got responsibilities right so just taking two minutes just to breathe deeply focus on my breath just keeps me centered and mindful in the moment and not overwhelmed with the day's tasks mm-hmm mm-hmm Absolutely, man. I, I love that. I love that. Like keeping it simple. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be, I got to meditate for an hour. It can be everything. It, it, it should be, I, sh I guess is what you're saying. Part of everything you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, like speaking to someone, right? Like your own kid, like just be present, like really listen to them, see what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Instead of being distracted with your phone, then you get overwhelmed and stressed. Mm -hmm. right? So just basically mindfulness is being in the moment at any time of day, doing whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how does that, how would you say that taking that approach or people who have that approach, how does that, how does that uh, help them achieve a healthier life? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, an amazing stat is 80% of the reason people go to the doctor stemmed from stress. Mm -hmm. okay. wow. So, yeah. And if we don't take care of our mental health, then you're just going to be drained of energy. You're going to be mentally exhausted. So just taking two minutes to breathe deeply, do some yoga, do some stretching like you do, um, helps you be focused throughout your day, 
helps you be clear-minded, right? Not overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. We talk about physical health. What about taking care of our minds? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and I, th I think that's a, again, I'm, I'm a big practice practicer of, of mindfulness. I, I do meditate regularly and I, I can, you know, personally say my own opinion for me, it's, it's helped guide me, uh, to form, keep me focused on certain principles. Like, like you said, mm -hmm. you know, whether you're washing dishes, you can focus on that sponge. So now when I may get these urges to, to do something that may be negative, like I'm eating, like you said, Hey, I'm having some ice cream. And I'm like, you know, your mind's like, have more, have some more. And you're like, no, I'm okay. I think I'm going to stop. But, but being mindful in what you're doing allows you to kind of make those decisions, right? Yes. Pay better attention. See what you're actually doing instead of, oh, I'm upset at this person and just <laughs> eating at your emotions. Yeah. 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 I found that. So it's, it's so true, man. It's so true. So uh, you did say that in the morning, you, you know, you practice some breathing techniques. What does a typical morning look like for you? Do you have a routine? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So I always preach that if you want to heal, if you have a problem and you want to heal yourself, you don't have to look too far than the natural elements of life. So when I wake up, my breathing, right? We don't breathe properly. You get anxiety, all sorts of problems because of lack of oxygen to your brain, to your body. So mindfulness breathing, that's what I do first thing. And then the second most important element, I believe, is water. So I get that mm. room temperature water, squeeze a little lime or lemon, and uh, that's my immune booster every day. I don't miss it, man. So that keeps me strong. And then uh, I do some stretching. I like to do some reading. Um, get a workout in if I have the time at that time or in the evening. And then, uh, yeah, just to work, be with the family. Mm -hmm. That's basically it, man. So it sounds like you and I uh, pretty much run, run the same, uh, same morning routine. <laughs> get up. I do, a little, I do a little meditation, do a little reading. I get my water. I, I drink minimum three full glasses of water. I just to get water. I don't eat in the morning. So like I, you know, I fast most of the morning, but I drink a yeah. lot of water. Uh, so yeah, no, that's, that I'm curious about, I saw you post something and I've been dying to ask you this. So can you talk about uh, why people uh, should be having room temperature water versus cold water? Are you struggling with acute or lingering aches and pains? Is your busy schedule preventing you from getting the physiotherapy treatment you deserve? At Breakthrough Physiotherapy, we provide mobile physiotherapy sessions in the comfort of your own home. Book an appointment and let our experts come to you. Enjoy having all aspects of a private clinic in your own home and the convenience that comes with it. Just visit us online at BreakthroughPhysiotherapy.com or find us on Instagram at BreakthroughWinnipeg. That's Breakthrough and the letters WPG to book an appointment today. Yeah, that's a good question, man. Um, so cold water, it doesn't sit well. Right? They found studies that cold water promotes a fatty liver. Right, So you can get some inflammation in your liver, digestive issues. Mm. Um, so think of like a dough just being clunked up right, because of the cold. Mm. So room temperature water or warm water 
is more soothing. The body appreciates it more, uh, gets the juices flowing. So yeah, there's just other benefits of the warm compared to cold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess that cold can be a little bit of a shock, eh? It's just like it's just like mm. this, it's cold stuff going yeah. through your body. What what about uh the lemon? You say you put when you drink water, always have lemon in or just in the morning? Uh just usually in the morning. Yeah, yeah. That's how I like to kickstart my day because uh it's great for your immune system. I mean, it just really strengthens like any bacteria that you come in contact with and it gets to your gut, you become, you become compromised and you may get sick. So I feel like that lemon water is full of uh, strong, strong nutrients that like vitamin C, right? Mm-hmm. A super vitamin that we need that keeps my system very strong. And I try not to miss a day of that. I've been doing it for the last 10, 12 years. Nice, nice. And it's a good way to drink water too. It gives it a little bit of a like lemon water. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nice. It's a nice, it's yeah. refreshing too, right? Mm, definitely. Yeah. What, um, do you practice any, um, any intermittent fasting or do you fast at all? Like, do you say once a week, once a month where you fast for over 20, 24 hours? What's, do you practice anything like that? Um, yes. Yes. Uh, even in Islam, I mean, they go a month without eating anything during the day, Ramadan. Yes. Um, and that was a practice done 1500 years ago when they knew the benefits at that time. So fasting is a great, great technique. Um, I just kind of listen to my body. If I'm hungry, I eat. If I'm not, I just don't eat. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, like today I was out early. Right? I didn't eat any breakfast. Um, and then I'm like, man, I should just grab something. I still got some work to do. I'm like, no, I'll just hold off. Mm-hmm. And I just came and had a, like a late breakfast and lunch or brunch. Right. So nice. maybe one meal a day, two meals a day, sometimes three meals a day. It just mm-hmm. depends on how hungry I am really. Mm-hmm. So you just more honor your body and allow it to tell you when, uh, when it's hungry versus eating on a, on a. Some people get up and they force themselves to eat breakfast or things like that. You, that's not something you believe in, right? Yeah, yeah, it depends. Again, is your day full of movement and activity? Do you need all that energy going in you? Like if you're going to be sitting all day, you don't need to be eating all that damn food, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Um, if, you're, if you're active and you got a full day ahead of you, yeah, fuel up. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So again, just being more, maybe more mindful about what you have going on that day versus just eating the, eating that cereal and saying, okay, I guess I got to eat this cereal. And then like you said, <laughs> have a couple bowls and then you uh, sit, sit down all day at work and you're like, that was great. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. not a good strategy. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so speaking of that, like of strategies, I know, um, you know, People have so many excuses about, you know, why mm. it's too hard to train or it's too hard to eat healthy. We give you any excuse. And something I see you posting, uh, maybe not as much now because it's winter, but uh, before winter kicked in, and I love this, uh, these posts are movement clips where you're in public, maybe you're outside your car, you're standing somewhere else, and you're just doing various mm. movements to get moving and stretching. And, the, and typically the caption reads something like, get up and move. Um, I, I obviously love, love that. It's something I call uh, micro dosing workouts, right? Get up and just do something right? versus a sitting. So beyond that, what are some strategies or changes that you can recommend 
you know, to guys like us, you know, former basketball players, but they live that nine to five life now and they're just mm -hmm. not happy with the way they feel. So obviously one of them is just starting to move more, but do you have any other ones? Man, I mean, if you're sitting too much, you just got to move. I mean, what else can you do, right? You got to, where's that balance? If you play too much basketball, you're going to get injured, like mm -hmm. overtraining. If you sit too much, you're going to get back pain because of tight hip flexors. You're going to get knee pain, right? Mm -hmm. So just finding that balance. I mean, even if you have a nine to five, like I send my clients little, uh, depending on their injuries, little two minute exercises they can do in the office. Right? So just uh, just being mindful because, hey, if you continue to sit, you're going to experience some pain soon. Whether that's back pain, knee pain, shoulder impingement, whatever it is, um, just think about the future. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. People think about the future, but like, yeah, it's funny because people are in pain in the moment. And they're just like, nah, whatever. I don't know. I, I can't do this. And they get, I, I think uh, people get uh, overwhelmed a little bit um, with their own like pain or the way they're feeling like they're not happy with the way they feel they work a nine to five mm -hmm. and they know they need to do stuff but they, they're just like I, ah, they just don't have that, like they can't yeah, push yeah, through that aligns back to are you sleeping properly like most people their sleep is all bad and then mm -hmm. that ruins their energy levels right so you work nine to five, now you come home and you're still drained, you still got no energy and you wonder why. Like you're not plugging in your phone to 100% charge, mm -hmm. right? You're not plugging in. You're not going to bed on time. You're not waking up on time. You're not getting the right amount of water. So it all goes back to that holistic lifestyle mm -hmm. to get that energy, to get that motivation, to want to move, to have that clear mind, what's important to you. Right? When you align all these things, things become much clearer what's important. Yeah, and we didn't really talk about sleep. Um, so I, I, I kind of just wanted to cue you on a couple of uh, maybe sleep strategies. So mm -hmm. people don't get enough sleep. Um, I've been guilty of that before as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Not even enough, like quality sleep, I should say, right? Are there yeah. certain things that you tell people or advise people to maybe start doing or stop doing before bed? To, to kind of get optimize their sleep yeah 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 um it's mostly consistency of what time you're going to bed right um some people they wake up in the middle of uh in the middle of the night because i don't know maybe they have to use the washroom so cutting off what you're drinking like a couple hours before you go to bed but setting a, a sleep ritual Right? If you're having trouble going to bed with something else, maybe you need to take a hot bath. Maybe have a glass of wine. Right, Dim the lights a little earlier, an hour before you usually do. There are different strategies for different people. But uh, I've done this. I've been guilty of this when I first was, uh, when I was working at the gym. Like I was up at 5 a.m., right, going to work, coming home, and then going back to work 6 to 11 p.m., not going to bed till 2 a.m., like I was wow. on a bad wow. and I did that for a full year. Wow. I was just, yeah, exhausted mentally, physically. So yeah, yeah, you got to really align uh, your sleep. 
Yeah. So I think, like you said, there's obviously so many, it's going to, it's going to vary from person to person, but just like the thing that you said is finding something that works for you and then committing to it like a routine. Yeah. 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 A ritual. Like uh, I have some guy right now, he, uh, he's having trouble sleeping. Right. So just maybe uh, I sent him a couple of ideas. Uh, maybe one of the most important is put the damn phone away. <laughs> right. Put the phone away, maybe read a book. Yeah. Um, but he's experimenting right now to see what works for him. But everyone is different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know some people who have no problems. I don't care where they are, what they're doing. They could fall asleep on, on command almost. It's, mm-hmm. it's freaky. And then there's other people who can't, who've always had trouble sleeping. Um, mm-hmm. So like you said, it is gonna, it's going to vary from person to person, what works for them. But uh, I think some of those... The ideas are good. Putting down your phone, I think, is just a it's just a given, man. <laughs> like it's so I know addicting. it's so addicting, man. That yeah. yeah the phone, so the phone is like that's a whole other thing because something that I started doing um very recently is uh waking when I wake up in the morning, like there's no phone for an hour. So I don't look at it at all. Like it's just nothing. Yeah. I do all like all the stuff we talked about, you know, my my movement stuff, my stretching. Uh, mm-hmm. I meditate, I read, and then after an hour is up, then I can go look at my phone. But the funny thing, like you said, it's addictive. The more that I do that, the less addictive the phone becomes. Mm. You Great know? strategy. And yeah. I, I recommend that for anyone struggling with sleep is first hour of your day and last hour of your of your day, put that phone away. Yeah. 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 People think they're going to miss something though, you know? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I can't have it. (laughs) It's called a FOMO syndrome. Yes, yes. Fear of missing out. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's funny. um, I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about um, urges. So maybe this kind of goes into what you and I were discussing earlier about, you know, eating that extra bit of ice cream or, or, or again, even just the phone thing is like, a strategy they recommended is and again you need to be mindful to do this first of all so i think you know it's weird because you actually mentioned it you said hey this is it's it's holistic but mm-hmm. every little like it's almost like they're it's like a, a foundation right like every step of it is needed because if you're just like if you're not mindful but you have you know, i'm going to be consistent you're going to fall off at some point because you can't you're not even being mindful of of your consistency. So when something gets, like you said, when something gets in the way or stress comes or your, your plan falls off, you're not even going to be aware of it. And then you're going to fall back mm-hmm. to old ways. And so anyways, what the guy said was, uh, you know, let's say you want to look at your phone, you're doing some work and you're like, Oh, I wonder what's there. We all, we get that urge. So first of all, you're mindful and you stop and you feel it. You're like, okay, I want to look at my phone. And then he's like, you just live with it. You just stop and just live with it. And eventually the sensation just goes away and it, and it yeah. totally works. Totally yeah, works, man. Strategy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you kind of mentioned it earlier today. You're like, uh, when you're talking about your day, you said, you know, I, I thought maybe I should get some food. And I said, you know what, I'm just going to chill out. So you had the feeling of hunger and the thought, and then you say, you know, I'll, I'll eat a little later. And I'm sure, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious. The feeling of hunger kind of went away. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's so no problem, man. Yeah, you train yourself. Like, there's some certain skills you need to train your body. Like, going hungry—that's a skill a lot of people need to have. Yes. Right. The first sign of hunger, people are just reaching for anything in sight. 
Yes. One day there might be a situation, there might be chaos on the streets. You might have to go hungry. And if you don't know how to do that, if you don't have that skill of going hungry, you're just going to be laid out on the side there. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Mm. I, that's a funny thought. I actually had thoughts like that because I, I do fast and stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. I could probably go a good two and a half, three days. Like, yeah. And function. Yeah. And function. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Functioning. Right. But, but I know, I, I know, you know, this is people use food kind of um, to comfort them. Yeah. Right. They, they don't, yes. they don't feel good about themselves or they're feeling stressed and then they mm-hmm. eat crappy food <laughs> instead, yeah, instead of good food. Yeah. But the thing is, is I found that you can eat good food and feel, uh, you could use, I found that you can use food almost the same way if you're mindful about it, but just eat good food and you still feel good. You still get that good feeling like, oh yeah, I feel, mm-hmm. I feel better versus eating yeah, chips. Yeah. And when, <laughs> definitely. Man. And, when you, and when you educate yourself about food, it becomes more than just food, right? Like you really understand what you're putting in your body yeah. the benefits that you get out of it instead of just putting in your mouth chewing and swallowing right absolutely so okay mm-hmm. so on uh, we're gonna wrap it up right away but one co- couple things i want to get your list of um your top go f- go-to snacking foods so like i know mm-hmm. you post stuff a lot of fruits and stuff like that do you have some go-to fruits veggies or so- anything else that you just like to snack on that's healthy yeah snacks man uh, I like bell peppers, like these little small bell peppers, like the yellow ones, the red ones, yeah. and the orange ones, yeah. like more nutrition, like more vitamin C than an orange in a bell pepper. Really? Wow. Right? We're always looking for vitamin C in our drinks, putting these powders, right? Nothing can replace food. Nothing replaces food, right? And it's not just the vitamin C you're putting in. There's a hundred other ingredients that they mix with it sugars and this and that so i like uh as part of my morning rituals with my breakfast as well is bell pepper 100 uh the berries i love those are great snacks right they're handy what, what which uh, ones in particular just like a mix of berries or yeah, blueberries, blueberries raspberries, raspberries strawberries, yeah. yeah yeah the whole the berry family yes 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 um what else water <laughs> yeah yeah no doubt yeah yeah yeah. but uh snacking i mean i eat chips sometimes i eat uh cakes barely cookies barely i mean <laughs> the family loves it right course, when someone comes over they they bring over some sweets like even i came to winnipeg for my mom's birthday um a few months ago and we had a cake for her birthday everybody had a piece i didn't even touch it I just to say, hey, I got some discipline. I don't need this stuff, right? Yeah. I had a fruit instead. Yeah. I'm like, hey, there's fruit over here. Like, I'd rather have that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That's, no, that's, that's, that's good. I think the one, the, the big thing, man, that I, that, that you're, the, so if I had to, you know, boil down your messages, all of your messages to one message is, is, is really just that holistic approach to uh to health and wellness and not not to health and wellness a holistic approach just to living like mm-hmm. right because like isn't the goal the goal should be your life should be full of health and wellness versus the opposite of that right like people but people end up living in the opposite of that yeah, yeah. the problem is i mean we all want to live but i mean it, yeah like you said the point is to live well man is to like have energy and be happy and not feel pain 
in life, not just yes. to live and just like, what's the point of being on a basketball court if you can't be effective? Yes. Yes. That's a good analogy. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, a lot of mistakes people make when they start their fitness journey and they want to lose weight, they want to get fit. They try to do everything at once. Mm. I'm going to work out every day. I'm going to eat nothing but salads at every meal. <laughs> right. And then that tires them out. They break down, they burn out, and then they end up quitting. There is a system. There is a way to do it properly. And that is how I teach that holistic approach. Right. Yeah. It seems like you want to just, you want them to improve uh, their, their quality of life versus, Hey, I, someone comes to you, I want to lose weight. And you're like, cool, I'll help you do that. But the way to do that is to improve your quality of life. Yeah. Yeah. And people, yeah. Uh, people want quick results and you can get quick results, but ultimately if you want it for lifelong, you got to just develop habits. It's habits, habits, habits. And then you don't even think about it. It's second mm -hmm. nature to you. Mm -hmm. It's like mm -hmm. you shooting a basketball, right? You don't think mm -hmm. about it. It's just a cash money. <laughs> exactly. It just, it just happens. You're like, Oh, I guess I just shot the ball and it went in. Yeah. You just did it so often that yeah, it becomes a yeah. uh, second nature. Yeah. So if you put, cake and fruits are here i know what i'm picking like it's i don't even have to think about it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, yeah it almost becomes it's not a conscious thought it's just like i'm eating this these fruits like that's what i do and you have to almost make the conscious decision to eat the cake yeah. versus the other way around you're like there's cake yeah, well let's go most people like the yeah. cake let's, let's eat it what do you, what do, you do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, hey yeah. Or, uh, man thank you so much for doing this um gonna wrap it up i'm curious if there's anything before we we wrap it up that you want to say a uh, message you want to spread or whatever uh before we wrap it up well i mean just what we've been talking about take care of yourself because as parents you're a parent we talk to a lot of adults and uh, parents is we try to take care of others but you can't take care of someone else if you can't take care of yourself first. I am not going to rescue someone in the, in the pool if I don't know how to swim myself. Right. So mm -hmm. take some responsibility for your health so you can be a superhero to others. Man, that's a perfect way to end it, man. That's great message. Uh, I thank you again, brother. And um Look forward to seeing some of the stuff you're going to put out. Uh, we're going to include all of uh, your information in the show notes, and we'll be tagging you and posting whenever we post stuff as well. So I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you again, man. Sounds good, Darcy, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Back to Basketball podcast. If you want to support this podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes, subscribing, rating, and leaving a review for the podcast, as well as following us on social media. We thank you for your support and see you in the next episode.